Hi, I'm Keshav Naidu and this is Talk to the Brand. Together, we bring you inspiring stories from the world of brand building. It's lockdown season and we are recording by distance. This week our guest is Kenneth Hopkins of Volicon Entertainment. Kenneth has been a cultural entrepreneur and a digital marketer for over 15 years now. He has owned and managed a brand activation company, managed social media for celebrities from Bollywood and even some politicians. His most recent venture is Bollycon International, the Desi Pop Culture Convention that is a B2C Desi IP and talent expo. Thank you for joining us today on Talk to the Brand. Welcome Kenneth. Thanks for having me Keshav. Great to have you on the show. I love your show. It's pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to us Kenneth about uh, what what is bollycon what i was doing in life at some point in time and realized how much my life was influenced by pop culture and i also realized that i fall into this venn diagram along with a lot of other people who are exposed to both desi and international pop culture uh but somewhere you don't see as much merchandise consumption of desi pop culture and so i felt that perhaps if more desi pop culture intellectual property got more coherent with its uh, community development then perhaps uh, there could be an explorable market in terms of uh, desi pop culture merchandise you know it would it would uh, it would bollycon would then serve the purpose of being a, a litmus test to see whether your ip has merchandisability or not whether you know you have convertibility in terms of your community that is online to come out and show support for Can your can i interrupt you there for a second i want to just uh, can you help us define what you mean by desi pop culture so for the I benefit mean, of our listeners absolutely uh, so pop culture is is language based right so where you have um where you have anglophonic pop culture uh it's uh, it's quite different from uh hindi phonic pop culture uh, and i would predominantly and i think that india as a, a nation at large with all its multiple languages um has uh you know it, there's so many different uh, uh silos of pop culture that come together to form this microcosm this uh you know this broader uh entity called desi pop culture so it's bollywood tollywood mollywood you know all of those different uh not mollywood i mean collywood sorry uh so all of those different yeah. uh, silos um coming together to uh, under one kind of umbrella which is not an umbrella provided by anglophonic pop culture you know there's no there's no indian person in the entire avengers lineup like they they managed to get wakanda <laughs> you know which is uh, but there was like not even not even one single out of all those avengers that popped up there was not a single day single so you know so that clearly states that uh, there's extreme underrepresentation polycon essentially is this is an expo where you get to explore the fandom also interact with you you get to interact with the fans and you know and uh, 
get a chance to listen in to a lot of head canon so it's a community platform yeah yeah absolutely it's definitely a community platform uh, uh but it the idea is to uh is for it to be more experiential uh than than digital it's uh, it's some it's a place where if you, for example um if you are a fan of uh, of bahubali there's a season 5 that's coming out right now on amazon prime uh in the animated series and um, there's merchandise available for bahubali and you know you have action figures and um i think you should really look at this guy called lily put hub who uh, you know has action figures uh, uh and the he, these are licensed bahubali action figures right and so a lot of people don't even know that this this offering is available um right. to begin with and you know and so but i fan, think would that, fans uh, know it would fans know it or uh... that's the problem there's no organized fandom there is no organized fandom there is no uh the club. process that yeah the, the the process that is followed i mean these fan clubs exist digitally but uh they're very incoherent they're very incohesive and uh you know there isn't the uh there, there's a, there is a trend to be observed in fandoms in india they you know which are more personality driven than in, than ip driven and i think that um uh in order for franchises to work like they, they, uh, like the uh like rohit shetty is currently doing or attempting to do um there it's essential that there are ip fandoms out there who have you know who indulge in fan fiction who indulge in uh you know in cosplay who indulge in uh you know who really dive deep into uh into the canon and explore uh you know characters who uh may not be primary characters in a story and like for example with mr india for you know you have uh the potential to explore uh an entire storyline with mogambo in terms of his origin story wow, yeah uh you also have an entire you have propensity for a sequel uh you know albeit very umbrella academy style but with the offense of um of uh, of uh anil of uh, mr india's movie you know who are part of that of anil kapoor's orphanage uh, arun bhaiya's orphanage right. uh, and you know you uh, they you know there could be uh, in fact there's fan fiction that i put out there uh, in which i talk about um, these kids uh, experiencing uh, uh, the um you know experiencing the expression of superpowers uh because they had exposure to certain chemicals when they were in mogambo's lair right. uh and this also includes calendar and uh, you know and um, and so it's it, there's there's so many ways to tell such a coherent story as a sequel uh, you know when it comes to mr india alone now mr india is not the only um, you know and with all this yeah and and in recent times just the mention of a revival of the movie uh basically broke the internet explodes uh, yeah 
and there's material out there that's rife with all of this uh, content in india the trend is that fans have a right to be critical like basically if you're a fan you're a critic and i think that that you know needs to change the culture needs to change a little bit it's a, um, it's a more celebratory culture that you're trying to usher in or yeah or a uh, uh, a celebratory culture for the content not the not the personas not the actors not the celebrities themselves right? at this point in time there's way too much emphasis on who the act i mean batman has been played by so many characters so why can't shaktiman be played by uh, you know a new character ekta kapoor is someone who gets it right in terms of the nagin verse that she has created you know right. say whatever one wants about it she's understood that there is a certain element that is consistent with uh, with indian urban how do you say it? uh urban mythology uh and uh, she has uh, you know managed to capitalize on that by creating the naginverse and i mean the kind of fandom that the naginverse enjoys at the moment is uh, is pretty hard to rival back in the day doordarshan had had it right they got a lot of things right in terms of desi pop culture by creating ramayan and look at what a uh, you know comeback it has made uh, by greenlighting shows like captain byom uh, you know by greenlighting shows like uh, um shakima uh, alif laila yeah exactly So, what are your thoughts on uh, like how movies get marketed in India, or the film industry in general, how they market themselves? So, in for the last decade or two, they there is this uh, standard uh, format. I'd say I maybe it could be longer, but I uh, since I've been in the workforce, uh, uh, which is about wow, that's it's been a while. <laughs> uh but uh, at least for the last decade that i've been in the workforce uh, you know in and uh a decade or so being in the workforce i i and all the movies that i have worked with they follow a uh, a very clear template where uh, you start with uh, you draw out a calendar a roll out plan and a calendar and you say ye din pe ye hoga ye din pe ye hoga ye din pe so you have a media plan uh which has to be executed accordingly and so that's basically the the marketing mix in terms of the event and you know uh on ground activations and all that are all you know based on that media plan uh and some of it requires availability of stars and so on and so forth. so the uh that's how the that's the convention of how movies are marketed at the moment uh but um, i think that that's a very myopic way of doing it um because you're you're missing out on uh, you're not you're not cultivating a fandom you are not uh, sowing the seeds to for a for a franchise uh mm-hmm. you are you know it's all about a monopoly with one or two top uh, you know players who uh, rule the roost in terms of the uh, marketing you know movie marketing business and sadly enough uh, you know they have zero vision okay maybe not zero but uh, like 
just because it worked for Deepika to be in a controversy for Padmavat and Padmavat made an unprecedented uh, amount of money. Um, the PR strategy to have her at uh, JNU uh, backfired, you know, and she got a lot of press, yes. So the objective uh, that was allocated to the to the publicity company uh, was achieved, but the it did not translate into ticket sales because the content was nowhere in that. Uh, uh, and kudos to Deepika for coming in and standing for what she believes in. You know, no question there. But and I'm sure you know that must have worked for some fans. But that's not going to translate in uh, ticket selling because ticket selling is about you marketing the content. So there, so there's a there's much to be desired when it comes to movie marketing in India. Um, they clearly don't know how to build. There, you know, there's no vision in terms of franchise development. Uh, the movie, the stop movie marketers tend to have a lot of control over the media outlets, uh, and so they pretty much dictate to the media outlets. Uh, you know, uh, a b. What happens is that any smaller size outfit uh, that tries to do movie marketing and publicity is extremely undermined by the producers and the finance departments who have to pay these companies uh, so there are systemic issues basically like uh, there's this this infographic somewhere uh, which shows the top 25 or 30 intellectual properties in the world uh, and the top two are not American it's Hello Kitty and Okie okay. um, and then you have Winnie the Pooh, which is even bigger than Mickey Mouse and Star Wars, etc. Uh, but uh, not a single Indian IP in that top, that list. And that's and that's so your role is cut out. Your job is cut out. Your job is to now make sure there's Indian pro- uh, properties on that list. I mean, it's not it's not my job alone. There's there's a there's. It's... As in, you've you've taken on the you've taken on the the the. The onus. At best, I think I've taken on the thought leadership in this situation, you know, and uh, right. to be to be kind of you know, and there are many many very uh, uh, there are great comrades out there, you know, who um, who are part of this good fight. So my my recommendation to a lot of content creators uh, is think merchandisability. Merchandisability is very important. Uh, you know, uh, when you're creating content from the get-go, think of, uh, you know, uh, we have templates and layouts for universe building, for character development, plot development, you know. So I think that we need to delve into the uh, the literature of it. There's this, this diagram uh, that I was, uh, that I came... I was at a Picky Frames knowledge event and there was this guy called Jonathan Doten uh, who has been a producer both for HBO Silicon Valley as well as he's been on the name of Satyameva Jaikastar. Uh, and Jonathan Doten, very interestingly, uh, at that event, uh, he displayed an inverted triangle um, and divided into three layers. And so the top layers are the skimmer. The middle layer uh, is the swimmers and the bottom layer, and the, uh, you, you know, or the bottom layer of this inverted triangle are the divers. 
and and I said, oh, this looks like user experience ecosystem mapping. And I realized that that that's what storytelling and content is. It's about immersion, right? And that's exactly what user experience attempts yeah. to do. You know, provide an immersive experience. So if you so story don't, must have the depth for absolutely your user, for your fan to jump in to dive. Yeah, because if if the if the layers don't exist for your fans to dive into, then they are then you're gonna leave them wanting. You know, for yeah, and they're not gonna and if they're gonna leave that thirst unquenched. They're gonna look for it in uh, in Disney's catalog, uh, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you know. Well, well said, well said. So, what are your thoughts on the OTT category and how things are moving in the OTT space in India? We have writers need to look at that avenue as uh, the next best place because whether or not cinematic experiences are going to be, a, you know. Uh, are going to be viable enough for us to have enough cinema houses around the world. OTT is definitely not going anywhere. So you know, to but to mm, make it to uh, an OTT catalog and to successfully stay on that catalog would mean that your content would have to be immersive. So writers should really think about that. Uh, one last shout out to Siddharth Jain from the Story Inc, who has been converting a lot of books into uh you know uh movies and uh if you i'm sure if you know he's one he's someone you can reach out to if i think they're looking at uh, at taking your book uh, into uh you know or taking your content your universe which is diveable and merchandisable into right. uh and go reach out just to that gentle story if you have a good eye and i'm sure that things might progress well uh one IP that's doing it independent uh, and has been at it for a very long time is Amish Tripad, uh, you know, with the Meloa scene. Uh, and uh, so right. there, there are a number of people doing it right. You know, we, uh, Ketan Mehta tried to do a Star Trek, he tried to create Star Trek or a Desi Star Trek with Menem Soman when he did Captain Beyond in 1998. And kudos to them for giving it a shot. Uh, because uh, I think that we, you know, uh, if we need to enrich our pop cultures with as many outlandish stories as possible uh, with plausibility and, uh, you know, and, uh, but, but that's the only way to exercise our imagination. And that's the only way to uh, contribute to, you know, to culture. Let's not look back Let's try to recycle less um, and let's look forward and see what, uh, you know, what stories uh, do people want to hear? What stories are yet? So, yeah, I think I'll, I'll leave Super. it at that. Superb, you know, thank you for sharing uh, all of those thoughts. I think it's been a very rewarding experience chatting with you. Really, thank you so much for joining us today on Talk to the Brand. It's, it's, been, a, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you once again for having me. This episode was recorded over the phone due to the nationwide lockdown. We hope you're staying safe and making the most of your spare time. Do follow us on Insta and Facebook. You will find the links in the show notes. Music for the show is designed by Zico. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes, CastBox, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also tell your friends who you might think enjoy our show. Don't forget to subscribe and see you next time.